entrepreneur require a certain kind of mindset? Well, to overcome challenges, you really need a never give up attitude. And to keep going on in business, you need a, a, a can-do attitude. So today in the Waste Up Wardrobe Studio, we're going to be talking with a serial entrepreneur who's been through it all, the ups and downs and everything in between when it comes to business. He's going to share his experience in building many different companies and how a positive mindset and developing it is key to success in business. But you know the drill. If you want to be part of this dialogue, you're going to have to stick around to take part. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Bartanian, an attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style and dressing them for success. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally on camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Welcome, Virtual Nation. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe. And this is part of the Mindset series. And we are talking about mindset because your mindset has everything to do with your success in life and a positive mindset and developing that positive mindset and everything that goes into it is key to reaching your maximum potential and really enjoying every area of your life with complete success. So we know that mindset is so important in every area of our life, personal, spiritual, business. But today we're going to be focusing on business. How does mindset, what is the mindset that is required or or the different types of mindsets that are required to really succeed in business, to overcome challenges and really have that can-do attitude that doesn't make you waver and keeps you focused on your goals. And to help us do that here, here today, I have a really special guest, um, Devin Doherty, who is a real estate entrepreneur who has really done everything that is that you can do in real estate and has built uh, many companies, is going to be here to share with us how he did it and the experiences that 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 got him where he is today, but also what it required of him, what mindset it required, and what he believes were the key pieces and and ingredients to really having that strong, positive mindset to get him the success that he's experienced. So before I move forward and before I bring Devin on, I want to share a little bit about him and, um, and, and let the audience know, you know, about his accomplishments. Uh, Doherty's accomplishments and track record of success in the real estate industry are pretty substantial. Over the last few decades, Doherty has consulted with Fortune 500 companies, including KPMG, run highly successful real estate sales and investing businesses, including his current top producing team, Doherty Real Estate Group, based in Orange County, California. And he has co-founded one of the top five real estate sales networks in the country, Five Doors Network of Keller Williams. 
He served as a master practitioner of the neurolinguistic programming, that's NLP, which is really popular in the business world, and uh, just a great education for those who are really in sales and marketing. Um, and he's done that to lead. He's done that for leaders at the Keller Williams, and enjoyed being part of Gary Keller's mastermind group for years. In 2019, Five Doors was honored by Real Trends as the sixth highest producing real estate team in the country with with 1,856 closings and $476 million in sales volume. So please help me welcome Devin Doherty to the show. Thank you so much. Hi, Um, Devin. How are you today? Good. I'm excellent. I'm blessed. I'm glad to be here. Great. Well, you're a powerhouse. I mean, everything you've done, you are uh, not only are you an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur and an expert in the real estate field. You're a speaker. You are um, you you motivate teams. You're a leader. You lead teams. So it's you have it all when it comes to uh, being an entrepreneur. And we just can't wait. I can't wait to, to discuss this more and really focus in on that business mindset because we're doing this mindset series and we really want to give the audience some tips and tools so that they can start really understanding how important mindset is and developing that mindset that's required for success in business. So before I get started, you know, picking your brain, I just want to define mindset. We did this in uh, one of the shows prior to this where we've defined it. And basically it's a set of values that you believe that affect your personal life, your business, your spiritual life, really everything that you do. It's what you believe, the established set of attitudes that you hold. And that could be different for different people. We also talk about what fixed mindset is versus what a growth mindset is. And, uh, you know, the fixed mindset, for instance, being, oh, I can't do this versus a growth mindset. It's contrasting piece of the growth mindset, which is I can do anything I put my mind to. So that idea of fixed versus growth mindset. But today, I really want to talk to you about your thoughts on on mindset because you have been through it all and and you really have spoken about this on many stages. Do you think just as as a general idea that mindset is impacted by nature or by nurture or do you think a little bit of both? Great. It's a great question. I think it's a little bit of both. I think the issue that when you when you rely on it only being nature, the issue there is that um, then you can say, well, there are the haves and the have nots. And in reality, if you look at the lives of people that have been very successful, like Zig Ziglar as an example, right? He says motivation, which is part of a positive mindset, is like taking a shower. You have to do it every day. And so what, what I would say is that that leads itself more towards nurture. And so, yes, you can say there are things built into our DNA which cause us to have the values to want more. And at the end of the day, I would also argue that every single human being wants more. So I, I would have if I had to pick one, I would say it's definitely nurture. That is so good. It goes back to that definition, right, of nature versus nurture or fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. If we said that it's just 
nature, then really what we're saying is that we can't do it. We can't change how we are. We can't change how we think or how we reach our goals. So I, I think that is such a great answer. And it really makes a lot of sense when you, when you, fra- you know, frame it in that way. And Tira Jarvis has joined us and she's saying she's excited to be joining the session today. She is entrepreneur mm-hmm. herself. She's a coach. She coaches leaders. And I know she has a lot of great input on this topic too. So I love that we laid that foundation that, you know, uh, the idea of nature versus nurture. I shared at one of the earlier episodes, I grew up thinking that, you know, from a fix in a fixed mindset family, but, but that was, you know, it happens, you know, I'm not, I'm not blaming my family. Yeah. That was what they knew. Well, that's how you they, ended up with so much education, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's how I ended up being an attorney and an engineer, which is great. And it was a great, uh, a great part of who I am, but, to, to know that I can accomplish anything I want, which is become, a, you know, my, I'm a creative and I can do what I do today, required me to really develop that growth mindset and kind of, you know, and, and challenge that that you, you can only be one thing to be successful. So and what also was happening is that you were having some kind of values conflict, right? That you, you knew that there, your values were not being met. And so in business context, you started realizing there was some kind of rub. And that's actually what we're, you know, when you think about it, it's always, it always goes back to values and beliefs because that's where the rub starts. And when people who want more, uh, let's say, for instance, you had mentioned, you know, creativity, right? You didn't get that in the form that you were wanting it in your other careers. And that's what brought you to where you are now. Exactly. And, and just being open to, to know that you can, you know, you can alter things, shift things and grow it is, is such a key ingredient to, to really pursuing your goals. So a positive mindset is something that you need. We've established that, but, and we also need to develop it. So can you give us a couple tips of, you know, maybe going from, I can't do something to a can do attitude, or just if you can give an example where you can improve a certain value that you have to help you grow well i think i think what happens is you know we're, we're at the beginning of the year here and people have uh, made their new year's resolutions and they're 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 actively working on whatever plans they have for their growth maybe from a physical context this year and some people are still on that track some people are slipping off that track. Some people are blaming it on, I can't get in the gym. I, you know. So what happens is they move into victim mindset when they see obstacles. So the question becomes, how is it that we can move away from the victim mindset when we see obstacles? And the only way to do that is to see the trigger, to see what is actually going on and to be willing to observe yourself in observer mode where you see, oh, wait a minute, that's me looping here. That's my baggage. I'm not good enough to be this weight or I'm not good enough to be this successful. And that's what I need to go ahead and then fix. And you can't do it all in one shot. You have to take these little micro movements. Yes, exactly. I always say that actually when we had our meditation expert on mindset last week, she said that she had learned from one of her uh, mentors that inch by inch, it's a cinch. Yard by yard, it's too hard. And so that's exactly, exactly it. And it is a journey. It takes time because, you know, to hone it, to develop it really does take time. And that brings me into my next question. You kind of have to consistently work on positive mindset. And that's because life is full of challenges and business is full of challenges. Wouldn't you say, wouldn't you agree with that? 
For sure. I think, I, I don't think it's kind of have to, it's absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I, I think that what, one of the things that we can give as parents gifts to our kids is we can give them some consistency in ways of being, and we can do that for ourselves as well. Um, it, it, you know, it, what I would just say is that consistent ways of being, even in a morning ritual or an evening ritual can change everything for you and the trajectory of where you're headed. And it's not about uh, a massive, hey, I'm going to take on 20 things different today. It's just how can I make one micro movement, one small change? Yeah, I love that consistent way of being. I mean, truly, as we rack up these series on mindset, everything seems to come together. And you can see how it's really important that the mindset affects every area of your life, right? And I and, and looking at it from different perspectives and different ways to work on it is really is really powerful. So consistency, and even if it's little bits at a time, chipping away at it little by little, that will get you there rather than looking at it as this will never happen. I'm too overwhelmed by this. Doesn't that, you know, that, does that resonate with you? For sure. I'd say, I'd say it makes me think of something, Christine, in, uh, in my sales coaching training. I, I, there's what we, I've taught in call centers and I te teach a lot of sales professionals. And, and um, what, what happens is you inevitably see someone's mindset when they get disconnected from the other party when they're making their phone calls. And the, the negative mindset comes out to say they hung up on me. And if you can install, I got disconnected instead of they hung up on me, and you can believe that and it can be at your core, then you can take lots of disconnections uh, without actually considering them anything that's hurting you if, that, if getting hung up on is hurting you. But you, it's about building that tougher skin because you're looking at what was the trigger of removing that trigger and then moving forward. Exactly. And so that is the, you know, the not don't take things personally attitude in business. Right. Yeah. And and again, that is a value. That's a mindset. It's a way of thinking and really, really good advice. So um, and thank you for reminding me about that, reminding our audience about it because it is really important to kind of remove yourself from a situation like that and think about it in a more positive light instead of automatically right away going to the negative explanation of it. Right. right. For yeah. sure. For sure. Absolutely. And in mindset, like we were speaking before we got on, of course, affects every area of your life, but it also is composed of many different things. There is developing your creative mindset, you know, your, your motivation, your can do attitude, the, all those ideas are really part of mindset growth. Um, can you, can you shed some light on, on any other ideas that, you know, like that, that are part of having that positive mindset and developing your mindset for business particularly? Yeah, well, I, I think what we find is that mindset is rooted in our ways of being and our ways of being are cultured by our values, as you mentioned. But what happens is that from a coaching context, I'm a big fan of something called the seven levels of energy and the seven levels of energy, basically uh, level one and two are coming from more of an unconscious state and that level one is feeling lost or stuck and level two is anger. So as you're working your way to level three, which is starting to rationalize things and then level four where you get to care and compassion, 
uh, and level five reconciliation, six is intuition and seven is absolute passion. What happens is that we, we need to look at where we are in relation to these levels as we're fighting the battle of mindset specific to business. That is so cool. Can you list those again, one through seven? Sure, sure. So level one is feeling lost. And, you know, we've all been there, right? I don't need to go into a lot of examples. Level two is anger. Anger is, and there's two kinds of anger, and that's another subtopic, but we've got your, your righteous, justified anger, and then you've got your victim energy anger, where you are usually in some kind of combativeness or you're, you're, you're fighting the world around you because it's got to be their fault. And then rationalizing is where you see people who are, let's say, on a weight journey and they are saying, fine, I'm overweight. So what? This is the way I was made. This is my DNA right? That's level three. And then level four is where you go to care and compassion, where you start to then align with how that opportunity could look in seeing other people have success. And then uh, level level five is reconciliation, basically getting getting right with yourself on that journey, whatever that journey is in business context. It could be the journey of failing through calls like we talked about, right? If you know you need to talk to 20 people today because that's going to set an appointment to help you put food on the table for your family and you get to 12 and you still are stuck in rationalizing, you're going to walk away from the phone or that that activity and you're going to fail. And then level six is intuition where you start to tap into that creative genius, probably where you went in business Christine, was you started realizing there's more to me than what I'm doing here. And that's what caused you to move into level seven, which is absolute passion towards business, which is both where you and I are as we go to deliver value to the world. Oh my gosh, that is so gold. That's gold. That's the, <laughs> just those seven levels is gold. And I'll tell you why I believe that because people, you know, as the audience listens to this and as people watch this back, having sort of a roadmap, having a way of thinking about mindset, maybe through those seven levels can be so powerful. They start, the awareness starts kicking in. Oh yeah, I'm at that, you know, compassion level, or I'm, I'm at that combative, angry level. How do I start really working on that? That is so, so powerful. That's why it's, it's so wonderful for you to be on our show. And I am so excited that you're here. So thank you for that. When, um, when we're working with individuals and we're working with companies and, and cultures, we're looking at what is that company culture around where they are, right? And, and, and it can be CEO, it could be sales, it could be an, an entire organization, it could be the individual leader. And so we're, we're, we're looking at that from a business context where are they showing up? And by the way, they show up differently in different situations. To a client, they might show up higher. To a coworker, they might show up lower. But why? And that's where we can start to really do the work. So do you believe that to be really, to, to be on the right track, that you should be showing up pretty much consistently to, to everybody? Or can you expand on that? Yeah, a little bit? I, well, you know, you've, you've, you've heard of the wheel of life, right? The wheel of life is where you grade yourself on a scale of zero to 10 in all the different areas of your life. And what I find is that people that have the hardest time in business usually have another area of their life that's out of alignment. Maybe they're a one in physical health and they are, they would grade themselves a five or six or seven in business. 
or spirituality or family relationships or key relationships or marital relationships, any number of areas of your life, if they're out of balance, what that does is it throws the, you know, a wheel cannot roll when it's got a flat. So, so um, yes, we, we like to look at all areas and then grow the biggest opportunity areas first. And sometimes yeah. it's not business. It can be business, but it's not always business. I mean, for the workaholics out there that that end up, you know, having their personal life suffer, then they are performing so well in business, but they're not necessarily super content because it's, there, there's a gap. So I just love this idea of, of paying attention to every part of your life when it comes to your mindset and your consistency and developing all those things so that you can live your best life. And then you can, you can really achieve your highest potential with everything that you do, your relationships, but it requires work like everything else. It requires yes. being aware and mindset is really the foundation for all that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, that again, you, you had mentioned the kind of the, the another way of saying what you mentioned is, you, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? It, it, it's what what happens is that overwhelm comes when we attempt to take on too many things at one time. And the way that people deal with issues like alcoholism, for example, is they say one day at a time, right? You know, you know what the AA saying is there. The point is, is that we can only control what we're doing today right now. And what we have a tendency to do is put ourselves in overwhelm by thinking about all the things that we need to do in the future. And um, Dale Carnegie wrote a book about how to stop worrying and start living. It's, a, it's actually right here on the bookshelf. And what, 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 what happens is that if we focus on the present, if we focus on right now, we can impact today. We can impact what's happening right here. And sometimes I have to give this advice to myself just so you know. So this, this, is, this is not just for you know, delivery. This is also for intake, if that makes sense. Absolutely. It makes sense. In fact, I always tell our audience that, you know, when I talk about lighting or how to dress for the camera or how to set up your space, I'm not doing it perfectly. I still work on it and I still hone it every single day. So absolutely. We are, we are all learners in this classroom of life. And that is the idea is really doing it together is having the community that is, 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 growing together because that's how that's the that's the best for success i would i would imagine and the yeah, book that sure. you, yeah and the book that you referred to by dale carnegie i actually have it on my nightstand as well <laughs> and we'll put we'll put the link in the chat box later after the show so that people if they were interested in it they can actually check it out but yeah i totally something you just said christine triggered something for me i want to share with you there is a number of things that we teach to the people that we invest in around us. And of course, I want to invest in the entire world. So I want to tell you about it as well. Yeah. And that is that uh, there's a mindset that, that if you believe that there is no failure, that there is only feedback and you do not take failure for failure, you are now tapping into your pre-walking mindset. Remember babies, if you, you remember, if, you, if you've ever seen a baby go from crawl to start to walk to really walk, do they ever give up? Are they going to give up? I mean, I've never seen a baby give up. I don't know about you, but what happens is they have that mindset of there is no failure. There is only feedback. And somewhere along the way, people have been deprogrammed from that mindset and they just have to choose it for themselves. And then they can also move forward with, okay, so what is the feedback that I'm receiving from this? That's less effective. What's the feedback that's more effective and how do I go implement more of that? 
Oh, I love that. Let me just unpack all of that goodness. Okay. So that whole idea that we can learn from our early self, right? And it's so true. Babies don't give up. And there is a reason for that. They don't have that fear that they've experienced throughout life or whatever has held them back as they, you know, as they, as their experiences continue in life. They're just going for it. To have that, to have that mindset, to have that will without being fearful of the mistakes or the the failure is exactly what you need to do when you're developing that mindset. And so there's a lot to learn from that stage of life. And there's also, I always say, a lot of things I've learned, I learned from children's books and childhood experiences and watching kids play. So yeah. that is that is so profound. And I love that you brought that up. Let's hone in a little bit. I mean, we talked about this a lot throughout the show, but when it comes to, let's say, if we had to think about just a handful of attributes, a handful of mindset attributes, specific ones, what would you say would be the key foundational attributes that entrepreneurs should really develop for business? Uh, I would say that one of the first ones is to have a reality mindset. And a reality mindset is when we step on the scale, even though we don't want to, if we're looking at it in context, because everybody can understand the weight conversation. But the, the, the reality mindset when it comes to business, I talk to so many entrepreneurs, especially in real estate, and they don't know where they are financially in the game. And so that reality mindset would be number one. Reality mindset. That is, um, I, I can, you know, I mean, like I said, there's so many subparts to this. So, so any, can you give us another one? So the reality mindset is definitely a key attribute. What else? So from a reality mindset, and again, it's, it, it's going to depend on where the person is, right? Cause this is like going into a doctor and getting a prescription based on general practices. And what I want you to understand is that the reality mindset is absolutely applicable to everyone. And so are many of these conversations. The next thing I would just tell you is having a clear understanding of why you're doing whatever it is that you're doing from a business context. Uh, I'll give you an example. Mark Twain said the two two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. Now, what causes you to move the way that you do, Christine, is because you are clear on your purpose. You know why you're doing what you're doing. And I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. So that what that does is that energetically allows us to move into those level five, six, and seven energy, which is where we can be in absolute passion, no judgment, and the ability to move forward. When, without a crystal clear why, it becomes very difficult. So that is a, that's hard for a lot of people to really define their why. Just, um, I always just tell them to look up. Do you need that thing above your head called a roof? <laughs> it's sometimes be your first why. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. To, 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 to make a living for yourself. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Well, you know, we talk about Maslow's uh, hierarchy, right? I mean, yeah. and food and shelter are, are very, very, you know, high on the list for things that we need, right? And so um, a lot of times what happens is that we forget to to keep it simple on the idea that we have to just cover the bills, right? And, and we wanna build these grandiose things and you and I run into a lot of entrepreneurs who wanna build these amazing things and they still aren't making, the, they're not covering their monthly nut, if you will. They're not, they don't have a break even P and L. And so what happens is we it's have to time. bring back to the reality mindset, wait a minute, don't you just need to make 5,000 this month you know, okay, so how are we going to do that? 
it's, it's getting them back to that clarity of, you know, yes, we want to build 5 million. We got to start here. And so the why really begins with that first piece, which is, you know, you, you, you want, you obviously are in business to, to, to make a profit, not as a hobby, if you are, you know, trying to earn a living, but then there's the other piece of the why, right? That the passion piece, the piece that is the reason you are serving. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, you know, it's interesting. You, you, you can, there's a, there's a lot of uh, younger folks, especially, and uh, I, I consider myself a younger folk. Uh, there's a lot of us younger folks who are wanting to pursue our passion projects. And that, and what I find is that it is also can be code for, I, I choose to be in a lower level of energy, rationalizing that I can't have my passion project until someone drops a million bucks on me. So there's this there's this incongruity towards how is someone going to pursue their passion project and what are they willing to do today to get it? Mm-hmm. And, and and just getting the alignment with those two things can cause them to understand energetically where they are and then helping them raise out of these lower levels of energy will give them the ability to create that win-win mindset when we get to level five and they can start figuring out what partnership might look like or the fact that they don't need to do it all themselves. There's so many things that could come out of it when we move towards that creative mindset. And so what you said about, you know, what do they have to do to get it? And the idea that, that you'll do whatever it takes, like your life depends on it depending you know if and that's the mindset sometimes that you require to really attain those goals that are you know that you set for yourself wouldn't you say yeah for sure and i and and what's interesting is that what can what we can do is we can start getting into the yeah buts right which is dropping down on the energy level and it once we understand that that trigger is happening for us we can start building guards in our lives with accountability partners and coaches and mentors and people around us to help us understand that I can do it and I want to return to that pre, pre-walker mindset of I will until. And what that does is that unlocks the person's ability to just take one more step today towards wherever they're headed. And that's what I always love to make sure people do is just make one small step, even from this conversation we're having, what's the one small step that you can make right now? What's the thing that's popping in your head that would cause you to take it, take your life to the next level? I, I love this. I had to do so much mindset work when I started my business because everything that I did in business was counter to what I had learned or counter to my fixed mindset, taking a risk, believing in myself, no, yeah, buts, you know, knowing that it's, I can do it. Like all those things took a lot of energy, a lot of mental energy and fighting a lot of, of lack of confidence, you Mm -hmm. know, that, that creeps in when you're, when you're building something that, you know, has value, but then you get those the doubts that come in. So, so I really understand it. And having a coach, having a business coach really helped me. And because I, I started, you know, you need that support, especially as a business owner, because sometimes you, you will, you will not, things are not going to turn out like you want them. And you need that person to tell you that's not failure. That's just feedback as you yeah, had stated. For sure, for sure. Oh. Yeah, I mean, for instance, Harvard did a study on sales, right? I mean, we're, we're all selling something to somebody, but the Harvard study of sales says that between the fifth and the 12th contact to a person is when 80% of sales are made. Fifth to the 12th contact. Most people give up way before that. 
And that's the thing that you'll find is, is that you have to help people understand what their intentions are, align them with specific activities that are going to get to where they want to go. And that that will cause the growth that they're looking for in their lives. Absolutely. And I, I love that you referred to that study because I as I was evolving with my business, I realized that you know, I, I really trying to, to be in the mindset that not to give up because I know there's somebody that that person I'm talking to, I can serve and I can make their lives better. I realized that the sixth touch, the sixth time I reached out to them in one form or another, and they're all different forms. That's when they started getting interested in, in, in wanting to know more. Right. And I thought, Oh, you know, I, if I would have given up three tries ago, you know, then I would have missed out on that opportunity to serve them and to grow myself, my business. And, and you know, there is a difference between doing it in a way that is respectful, of course, but also of service, right? You, yeah. you What we all have to offer is something of service and being in that place rather than being, you know, oh, I need to sell you something. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking more about being of service when it comes to really attempting to talk to somebody about what you have to offer. Well, I, I, and I think I think uh, there's there's um, I was a part of a networking group called BNI, and the, the the one of their concepts was called Givers Gain, and I would just say that if you can give life energy to any situation without having to count the cost and without expecting anything in return, you're now allowing the universe, God's energy, to flow right through you because that's exactly how that works. Yeah. Um, and, and so I just think that it, when you think about mindset, giving to get is about one of the worst possible things that you can do. And I know that's not how you show up. I know that's not how I show up. But what can happen is we can get stuck with a lower level of energy, realizing that I actually got to make my bills this month. So you got to buy. And then that's called commission breath, as you know. And what happens is it doesn't work that way for salespeople. It just yeah. doesn't. And, and I think human nature sometimes you know, uh, can, can play into it. Just that human nature that you feel a little bit stuck and you feel like, I got to get this done. And then, then you, you cross that line where it, it looks like you're, tr you're giving to get. But you true. I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with the book, uh, Go Giver. I'm very familiar with that because, you know, in a lot of coaching circles, they talk about it. And that's exactly it, is giving without the expectation return. And then it just flows naturally because right. when you give whatever you put out there comes back at you maybe not instantly but in some form or another well and, you, and when you say flow i want people to really marinate on that word because flow is something it's a state of being where you are one with the world in a way that the universe and god can help you bring whatever your natural gifts and talents are and that's achieved by getting to a highest level of energy by vibrating at a level where love is pouring, coming out of your pores. And people realize that you are there for more than just whatever it is that you may be selling. And, and that's how people see the difference between uh, one way of going and another way of going. When you, when you don't need to you know, sell that next deal, but you know you will because you have the I will until attitude, yeah. people start flocking. Well, I, I love that. I mean, everything you're saying is genius here. Really, really, everybody should really marinate on this because I completely resonate with that 
idea that you said, you know, I, I, it's flowing out of me. I do it because I, I love that is uh, you're doing it out of love, out of nurturing the person you're working with and out of really trying to help them the best you can. And, you know, making a living is sort of the byproduct of that, that will just happen. So that is, is, is so good. So thank you for, for highlighting that. Sure. So what would you, what would your advice be to people, you know, entrepreneurs in particular who say, you know, I can't, I just can't shift my mindset attributes. I, 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 and it's holding me back. I can't do it. Do you have any starting points for somebody who really, really feels stuck? Well, I mean, there, what I, I, I work with a lot of, I work with a lot of former military. I work with a lot of people who have had significant trauma in their lives, like PTSD and other really significant situations. And what I can tell you is that the first path towards anything is helping them understand where they are, like we talked about reality, but then also choosing a small micro movement that would get them closer where they want. And it's them, it's helping them self-discover through questions where they are stuck, where where they are stuck, in what area they're stuck, and how they may be stuck. And that goes all the way to, you know, I mean, suicide is not a fun topic to talk about, but it is a reality that we've dealt with here, especially with COVID. And the fact is that people are are choosing to be stuck but you can't tell them that and help them at the same time so you got to help them find the path towards what that looks like and that's really through a for, for a coaching mindset and and that's real the, the best question you could, you could ever ask anybody who is stuck is what do you want what do you want because whatever is causing them to be stuck is opposite of that does that make sense yes and so when somebody, so let me just back up a little bit. So you are, you know, you obviously are entrepreneur in the real estate world, but do you also coach individuals? I do. I do. I, I coach individuals and I, and I coach organizations and um, I'm very passionate about helping people that, you know, that are very mission based and, and going after a lot of things. So yes, I love doing that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. That What do you want when you, that question, if you can frame it for me, is it, what do you want out of life? Is it, is it, is that well, general? Or? What state of stuck they're in, right? Cause stuck is, is actually a form of, it's a, it's a grounding in a state when a person is in a stuck state, it's, it's, it's what I would call a suffering state. They're suffering, right? So by, by, bringing the, by bringing the lens, the mirror, if you will, what we all we are as a reflection, as coaches, as, as entrepreneurs, is we're a reflection of what people want. And by asking them what do they want, then they can help us. And then the first answer most times you'll get is, I don't know. And that's because they cho- they're choosing to be stuck. Again, from a practitioner standpoint, we can't say you're choosing to be stuck because that's not going to be effective. But what we can do is we can help them move from I don't know to, well, what if you did know? What would you want? And this could be in the area all the way from a person, you know, I, and I, God forbid, I, you know, I don't want to talk about super negative situations, but the reality is people that are in the process of taking their lives still have desires. Otherwise, they wouldn't be talking to the person that isn't there. And depression and, and anxiety and all these things, they are up here. They are, they're going on up here and we have tools and resources to help them unlock what it is that they want. So getting clear about that will help them move towards the direction they want. I don't know if I helped you with the question though. No, I think I think that's really great. It's just a really big expansion on that idea because it is a broad topic. It's almost like trying when you're t- when you're talking about what you want. It's really about figuring out purpose, figuring out what is 
what is their desire? What would they want to live for? What would they want to continue thriving for? Exactly. So there's another analogy that we use in coaching, and that is called chunking. Chunking is the ability to take someone up to their highest purpose intent. Chunking up means moving someone towards love energy, moving them up the scale. So uh, when you when you when you say for what purpose or for what intention, what you're doing is you're moving them towards love energy. So when they're in a situation, why do you want this? Okay, for what purpose? they move up the scale of, uh, or what's called chunking up. When you chunk down, that's when you're moving them into details. And the, and in business negotiations, I don't know if you ever had this, but in real estate, for instance, the deeper you go in the details, the less likely there's a deal there mm-hmm. because you're, you have buyer and seller who are not in agreement, not just on price, but also on terms. So what you have to do is you have to keep people focused on why they're doing what they're doing and then move them through those details by moving them to what we call lateral chunking. So it's a technique that we that we use in helping people both in sales coaching, but also in the coaching paradigm and delivering value to clients. That's excellent. So when when you as an entrepreneur hit a wall, so this is really great. So that the understanding, you know, what you want and all the parts to scaffold somebody to really answer that question for themselves because you can't do it for them. You can only pose the question and guide them. So when you as an entrepreneur hit a wall in business, because I'm assuming all entrepreneurs do, of course, all human beings do, how do how do you overcome blocks? Do you have any tips or or, or techniques that you use? Well, I think, what, as I mentioned, there's a suffering state, right? But there's also a beautiful state. And a beautiful state is where all creativity flows from. It's where all love energy flows from. So it's understanding that I'm in that that suffering state and then figuring out how do I get back to beautiful. Those are the things that I, are, are, I think are critical as, as we're talking about how when somebody hits a wall. Now, what's interesting is that you can have a bad day. You can have a bad week. You can have a bad month. You can have a bad year. But most of our adults walking around this planet today are having a bad life. But that's because they're choosing to allow themselves to be in a suffering state more than in a, more than in a beautiful state. So therefore, they're not progressing. Now, I'm not speaking to your audience because I know your audience is in a completely different category. But what I what I am saying is that there's a lot of people that are choosing stuck, choosing suffering, choosing to be victims, choosing to feel lost. Uh, and if you, you know, 12, you can only help those that want to be helpful, you know, you know what I'm saying? So that the moment they raise their hand and say, I need some help, what do you want? And then we can start moving through the process. Yes. And I love that because I love how you frame that. You can have a bad day. You can have a bad moment. You can have a bad month or a bad year, but unstuck yourself from, from really saying that this is it for you and that, you know, and saying that life is bad and, and it will continue to be that way. That is so profound. So thank you for that. And thank you for, sure. it's that bringing that awareness to the idea that is really the first part. So I am so thrilled that you were able to come on our show and educate us on this business mindset and really so much more around that. Every Waste Up Wardrobe episode is concluded with the Waste Up Wardrobe weekly wrap up. And the first thing I was asked to guess is what is the main takeaway? If people watching this or listening to this take nothing else away, if they take one idea away, what would that be, Devin? 
Well, I would love to, as we're wrapping this up, share a story, if that's okay. Uh, and it's actually something that I that I love to talk about. And I don't know if now is the time to do that or not, but, I, but I, 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 I'd love to share a quick story. It might take me a minute or two to read, read something to you, it, it, just to kind of wrap it up. Please go ahead. Okay. So imagine there's a bank account that credits your account each morning with $86,400. It carries over no balance from day to day. Every evening, the bank deletes whatever part of the balance you failed to use during that day. What would you do? Draw out every cent, of course. Each of us have such a bank. Its name is Time. Every morning, it credits you with 86,400 seconds, and every night, it writes it off as lost. Whatever of this you failed to invest to a good purpose. It carries no balance. It allows no overdraft. Each day it opens up a new account for you. Each night it burns the remains of the day. If you fail to use the day's deposit, the loss is yours. There is no drawing against tomorrow. You must live in the present on today's deposits. Invest it so to get from the utmost, from happiness, health, and success. The clock is running, make most of today. To realize the value of one year, ask a student who failed a grade. To realize the value of one month, ask a mother who gave birth to a premature baby. To realize the value of one hour, ask lovers who are waiting to meet. To realize the value of one minute, ask the person who just missed a train. To realize the value of one second, ask someone who just avoided an accident. And to realize the value of one millisecond, ask the person who just won a silver medal at the Olympics. Treasure every moment as you as you have and treasure it more because you shared it with someone special, special enough to spend your time with. And remember, today, time waits for no one. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. And that's why we call it the present. Oh, my gosh. I just got chills. And I really, really love that. It's such a powerful speaking point, such a powerful story. It really, it really, it really um, makes it concrete for people who are thinking about what is happening in the course of their day and how they're using their time and how present they are. I love that. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you so much. I know that you have you have a, a tool that you're offering the audience today as a gift. Can you explain that a little bit? Sure. We have an assessment. Uh, one of the things that's super cool about assessments is that they tell us where we are. And one of the, what's really cool about this particular assessment is that we have an assessment that will tell you where you are now, and then you can go out and do some work, and then the assessment will change. Unlike most assessments that just tell you your behavioral personality, this is going to actually talk to you about your energy levels, the specific, the specific energy levels that you have. So feel free to reach out to us and we'll, we'll be able to get you connected with that. And along with a 30 minute overview of what the assessment says. That is awesome. People love assessments. I know I do. Whoever would like to get access to the assessment should put the hashtag business and shine in the chat box. I have Tira here with a question. She's asking, what is the source of the story that you told? It's an unknown author. Okay. So it's an unknown author, but boy, is it powerful, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so, it's so wonderful to, to have a, a, a demo, a dem like a, an example like that to help people feel like a metaphor to help people feel the value of time and to really, really cherish their time. I know I am very 
very cautious about how I spend my time because I have so many different parts of my life and it's so important in business, in your personal life and in accomplishing everything you want to accomplish. And Eloise is, uh, it, Cahill is putting down uh, business and shine. She's interested in the assessment. I, I, I love assessments and so is Tira. And so we're going to be reaching out to you ladies to, to get you the assessment via Facebook. But we want to finish out our, um, our wrap up by asking, give us one or two action items, Devin, give the audience one or two action items to really spring them into action to getting that mindset right. Well, if I could put this, this conversation on pause for 60 seconds, I would, I would ask the, I would ask your audience and including all of us is to get out your pen. This is my iPad pencil and to just write down one small micro movement that you can take away from this conversation. Just one small thing. It could take a minute. It could take five minutes. It could take 10. Uh, it doesn't have to take a lot of time, but just, just put into action something from today. Just one thing. And if I was with you, I would hold your pen to the paper and I would ask you to do this for yourself and for the for your family and for generations to come, because today is the day that you can make that one small movement towards wherever you want to go. Oh, that's wonderful advice. I am personally going to be looking at the seven steps and trying to see where I am today and reflect on where I was a year ago, because it's been an interesting journey. And so thank you for that advice. There's so much goodness, so many little milliseconds in this conversation that somebody can pull out and really um, marinate on. So thank you. Thank you for enriching the show and, and elevating my show by being here, Devin. Thank you for the education. I, I can't wait to talk to you more in the future and really learn more from you. And there you have it, Waste Up Wardrobe Nation, the week, we, Waste Up Wardrobe Weekly Wrap-Up. And I am so thrilled to be bringing in a different expert every single episode for the next four to six series on mindset, the mindset series. And next week, I have a very special guest. I have a business mentor who is a, the scaling expert, and she will be talking about how to really have the mindset to pivot this year. And really all the time is a really important um thing to know as an entrepreneur and a business owner how to pivot. Pivoting uh, can help you meet challenges that you didn't expect and just being flexible and adaptable. That's one of the keys to success. And she will tell us about how any business really can pivot and how they can do it and where to look and what to explore to be able to accomplish that. So if uh, meet us here at the Waste Up Wardrobe on, on Facebook, you can download us on iTunes. You can find us on Instagram and YouTube, but meet us here again next week at the same time, 1130 on Thursday, where we're going to be talking about pivoting and the mindset you need for that and invite a friend. Mm -hmm.